ZM Sealed Section. Where you can ask whatever you want. Who are we to judge? Thanks to New Zealand On Air. Hey guys, my friend is finding it hard at the moment because someone our age passed away about a week ago and we are teenagers. What should I do to help her? Yeah, that's a pretty heavy thing to be dealing with. And often it does take a bit of time in life before we start having people passing away. I mean, if we, if you talk to any of, you know, the older generation, I've got friends passing away all the time. You know, my mm. grandparents' generation, my parents' generation. But as teenagers, it feels like that stuff is just in the distance. And then all of a sudden, through tragedy, through sickness, whatever, sometimes some of us find ourselves dealing with some pretty intense emotions and losing somebody is one of the hardest things in life to go through. What I'd say uh, to anyone listening who's wanting to support somebody grieving or even themselves if they've lost someone they love is um, allow yourself permission and allow others permission to feel whatever they feel because grief actually comes in really different forms. It could be through anger it could be through tears sometimes people feel completely numb some people want to talk about it some people don't want to talk about it Mm. some people want to be around friends other people want to be by themselves so it's really important in a group of friends that you just allow each other to process it however each other are feeling and i also think that if you can you know share the good memories of this friend that you both because you both are there for each other you've both been through it so it's just you know helping each other Celebrate the good parts of that person's life, I think, is huge too. I completely agree. I think sometimes there's this feeling that you've got to uh, avoid it because you don't want to upset people. Mm. But I actually think the opposite is true. I think it's really important to actually keep talking about it, keep sharing your stories, keep bringing the person up and giving everybody in your group of friends a chance to actually acknowledge this sucks, this is happening right now, and this is where we're all at. The last thing I'll say is... You know, it does take time to process these things. It takes weeks, months, it might even be six months or 12 months later, you're still feeling or you'll have moments where you're feeling a bit down or a bit sad about this loss. Um, if it if it's affecting your life in a really serious way, you know, obviously in the first few weeks, first month or two, it's going to be pretty heavy. But if after a few months, you're still finding yourself struggling to get out of bed, struggling to kind of with your emotions, struggling to get back into life, then I'd really recommend talking to somebody. It could be a school counsellor. It could be uh, an adult that you trust or um, your GP, or you might want to give you a call 0800 376 Or you could even text or call 1737. Thank you so much for your question. ZM Sealed Section. Where you can ask whatever you want. Hey ZM, I'm in a bit of a predicament and I don't know what to do and just looking for some advice. I'm 19 and I'm finding life really hard with social media and other things where I can't communicate and talk to people about feelings because, well, guys just won't understand and I'm struggling to communicate with females. Any tips on how to talk to females and everything else in life? Well, there's a lot to unpack there. You know, it's interesting that with, so, and I'm not saying anything that no one's ever, you know, that no one's heard before, but it's interesting how with social media you're so connected but you're so lonely, hey, that you yeah. can be around so many people and feel so isolated and you get in this dark hole of seeing this really i don't know for me i find this really hot girl and then i'm like oh her friend's hot let's stalk her page and then you go through this dark hole and you're like huh and nobody puts things on social media that are just a humdrum of life it's always like slightly staged or very staged and it's always the best things in life it's not the Day at home. It's a highlight reel rather yeah, than the reality. And absolutely. you know, friendships are basically what I think this person's asking about is actually just how do I have really good friends that care about me? And that is such an important question to ask in life yeah. because friendships 
and relationships are what life's all about. That's the most precious and most important thing in life. And yet they are also one of the hardest things in life. Relationships are difficult. And so it's really worth working on relationships and good friendships take time. So that's my first point is that you don't just sort of rock up to somebody and within a week, you know, form a really close friendship where you can share your you know, share your heart and your soul and your fears and dreams. It actually takes time to build that trust. So what I would say to this person is firstly, just keep building on the friendships you have. You know, just keep investing in them, keep spending time together when you can't be bothered, when they offend you, when you feel misunderstood, you know, keep spending time, get back on the horse because as you keep doing that and as you have more and more shared experiences, you get closer and closer, then it's easier to share personal things. And I think there's a couple of things there that are really, really important is that about that component of actually spending time and effort. Yeah. Like relationships require effort. You know, people that have good, solid relationships, it appears to be easy and natural, but there's an awful lot of work that goes into it. Mm. Whether it's, um, you know, making the effort to catch up physically, person to person, because that's often where really good communication can occur. And also, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. no, no, keep going. And remembering details about your yeah. friends, caring about them, asking yeah. them, hey, how did that exam go? Hey, how was that trip overseas? Hey, how's, you know, that... Um, that thing in your in your family's life, how's that working out at the moment? Because not only will that help with your friendship, but it will also stop the conversations where you're talking about other people because that's also a barrier of a friendship that you don't yeah. want to be involved in as well. Couldn't agree and more. And you're wanting to actually talk about what's going on for you. So remember to put that in there. So it's, you know, have that to and froing and saying, hey, look, I'm finding this a bit tricky and things like that. And one thing that you said that I feel a bit sad is sort of like saying, you know, guys are just not into that. I know a lot of men and young men as well that are really craving to have like good relationships with their mates Mm. and I think there's a perception that you know women are great communicators and men are a bit rubbish at it but actually it's not true people find it challenging sometimes to communicate whether their whatever their gender is or whatever their orientation is it is tricky so I think kind of think better of the men folk yeah and the people around you that actually they might be more interested than you think yeah and actually it's quite funny because i was talking to someone about this the other day and they were telling me it was a guy telling me the issues and i was like you know what dude as much as i'm happy to help i think it's actually better if you talk to your mates about this because they're gonna want to hear yeah totally they're actually gonna want to hear and it was interesting his response was like, oh, you reckon? And then he did, and the boys were so good for good to him, which was awesome yeah. to see. You gotta put it out, you put yourself out there, it can be a bit scary, but you yeah. know, I think most of the time you'll find it goes well. ZM sealed section. Hey guys, so I have these white spots, kind of like pigmentation, I think. I think that's what they're supposed to say here. Um, on my body, and I'm pretty sure it's from sport. What can I do to get rid of this? It's really hard to say what something is from that sort of description and it's kind of quite important to get a proper diagnosis before you start putting any creams or lotions or potions on anything because sometimes a cream can make something hide and like so not so obvious so it's more difficult to get a diagnosis and some creams can make things worse. Mm. So it would be something that you probably want to get a diagnosis from Um you can go to your GP to do that. Sometimes even just going into a chemist shop and asking to speak to the pharmacist can be a really good place to start as well. Um, and that's because they want to see what the, what's going on there. And if you need to go to a doctor, they can sort of let you know that. And sometimes you just might need to buy a cream. Mm. And sometimes when you're exercising, 
your capillaries, so the little vessels in your body, kind of become flush or a little bit pinker. So if you've got an underlying condition, it can look a little bit more obvious sometimes. But it is pretty tricky to tell. Mm. So either next time you go to your GP, talk to them about that, or if you're seeing a student health doctor or whatever, or just go into a pharmacist and have a conversation with the pharmacist. Yeah, because this makes me think of something that um, somebody I know gets and they get it from not drying their bodies when they're sweaty. Make sure that you do go to your GP and get it checked out just in case it's something totally different to what we've thought. ZM Sealed Section. Hey guys, I like a girl but I don't know how to tell her. The thing is, I've been rejected before and so I'm scared I'll get rejected again. That's not a fun feeling. In fact, that's one of the worst feelings is to be rejected by somebody that you care about. And I don't know how that breakup went, but you know, sometimes breakups can be really messy and hard on both people and harder than it it needs to be. And so that can leave people with scars and bruises and and it can leave them with some insecurities. And it sounds like that's happened to this person. You know, the, the first thing I'd say is if you haven't already, spend some time processing that breakup and that rejection because that can actually cut to your core and, and those types of events can end up going on to defining us in a pretty considerable way. So if you're still really feeling raw from that and it's been quite a bit of time, I would definitely work through how you're feeling, um, what happened, what you've taken on board and find some healthy ways to process that rejection because otherwise when you do get into another relationship, it's going to be really hard to get intimate with that person emotionally and trust that person if you feel like they're going to hurt you like this other person did. So that would be my first recommendation. And I think that's a really good idea is that you, each relationship is different. There is different the people that are involved in it. And just because you're in this potential next relationship doesn't mean the other person is going to behave the same way as the last person. But we can kind of set things up through our own expectations. So I really agree with everything Dave's saying about actually kind of process and work through that part of the relationship and actually give the person a chance, you know, this new person to actually be the person they may well be. Work out why you're attracted to them and things like that is quite a good thing to just wonder about as yeah. well because mm. it's quite nice to actually think about what are the qualities I like in a person. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing about relationships is that they're a bit of a dance and the dance is that when you get to know someone you're not going to let them into every part of who you are. You're going to hold some things back mm. because you're learning to figure out if this person is safe with your heart. Yeah. And so you get to know them and you, you have fun together and, and then occasionally you talk about things that are personal to you and yeah. as you do that they do the same and as they do that and they're vulnerable and you share those vulnerable conversations with each other you build trust and as you grow that trust then you can share more deeply more honestly and when you when you do that you feel more understood and and loved and and that's the healthy cycle of a relationship the unhealthy cycle is where you don't let somebody into your heart or you play games to try and test them and test whether they're loyal um, or you just become a rock or you have unspoken expectations of that person and get angry when they don't meet them, etc., etc. So, you know, I really hope that you can enter that really healthy cycle and um, let us know how it goes. Text back and tell us kind of how, how things are going and maybe we can kind of be your um your, your wing man and, and woman on the side cheering you on and giving you some advice yeah. as you enter this relationship. ZM Sealed Section. Hey team, I have a crush on a girl in my bio class. I'm at an all-girls school, but I'm not out of the closet. And I don't know if she's gay either, but I did hear her say she'd marry a female celebrity, so I think she's maybe at least bi. I really want to tell her, but I'm terrified of outing myself and then being rejected. 
By the way, I'm not ready to be out because of my religious family. Wow. There's a lot to unpack there. How old does it say she is at the beginning of that? Doesn't. Oh, 2000. So she would be 18 this year. Oh, really? At okay. some stage. Okay, yeah. last year of high yeah. school. Okay. Yeah, I mean, processing your sexual identity is challenging for anyone, let alone someone who doesn't have the support of their family. And um, I really feel for this girl and for the question she's asking, because she's asking about a, a crush, but I think more than that, she's asking about how does she process this part of who she is and how does she share it with the world around her and that is um, a really scary thing particularly if she's been gay for a while and has been worrying about this and and clearly she feels unsafe to come out maybe before i get before we, we try and address that question can i just say to any parent listening you know what you want more than anything and is for your kids to know they can come and talk to you about anything that's going on and I think for me it's really sad to hear so many kids who are questioning their sexual identity and are doing that without the support of their parents and yeah. understandably it's understandable why they wouldn't want to go to their parents for this girl um I I would say the first thing I'd say is are you sure your parents are going to um, not be a safe person or safe people to come out to. Maybe because of their religious upbringing, you assume that they won't be into this, but you, they might surprise you as well. So I would I would love to think that your parents are a support base, but um, also coming out to people who are not supportive is also a really tricky thing too. So you want to make sure you do that in a way that you feel safe and a time that you feel safe. And I think that's really important what Dave's saying about, you know, really actually having a good think about your parents and who they are and whether you think that you can go there with them. And if you can't, maybe think about another adult, like an aunt or an older cousin or yeah. someone family friendish that you can have some of that kind of that slightly older support yeah. through this process. And, you know, most people that I talk to that um, identify other than straight say actually I knew from a really young age this is kind of where I was and who yeah, I just didn't have the language for yeah. it or didn't know that that this was okay yeah. so feel feel good about how you're feeling about yourself and also there's rainbow youth which can be really really useful to go to and they've kind of been there done that and or been there doing that and so they're young people who are there to support you and that's just uh, why dot org.nz so that's ry.org.nz or you can look them up online and give them a ring and that might be a useful starting point for you but see if you can find some support mm. and um, I'm really agreeing with Dave I feel like that this crush is uh, a means for you to kind of articulate some other things that are kind of bubbling away for you ZM sealed section where you can ask whatever you want